inconsistently consistent. But no, I'm not doing the intro. No, come on. No, I did it last time. Come on, I literally pulled a lemur off of you. Oh my god, fine. Hello, welcome back. <laughs> inconsistently consistent podcast where we continue to argue about who needs to do the intro sorry my brain shut off my name's rachel and i'm melanie (laughs) my brain works today my brain is not working today my last two brain cells are alternating between peaches and jasper the doll (laughs) (laughs) jasper the doll it's an account on tiktok where somebody has a barbie and they've got them done up so beautifully i'll send you one of their TikToks. And there's one where they're like, there's a spitter in the kitchen. (laughs) And literally my brain is alternating between peaches, 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 peaches to randomly. I'll be at my desk and I'll just go, there's a spitter in the kitchen. (laughs) By the nudes. By the nudes. By the noodles. (laughs) <laughs> That's literally what my brain is alternating between right now. So mm-hmm. I can even tell. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> totally not on the verge of having like a break or anything. I'm fine. You're fine? I'm fine. <laughs> and you know you're fine when you use the you know extra syllables yes exactly and i'm fine, fine. <laughs> oh. rachel what are we talking about today on this fine fine podcasting day we are talking about the most exquisite tv experience ever It cannot be met by any other show because it is just the grade A of trash TV. Oh, is it? Love is Blind. Yes, it is just excellence. More specifically, season four, Love is Blind. Because this season has been extra trashy and I don't know where they keep finding these people and I don't know how they get worse every season but they do well this season they found them in Portland oh no Seattle Seattle yeah I don't know if that says anything about Seattle but they're not giving people a good name But there's a few of them that were from Portland, which I think is in Seattle. This shows you how little we know about the U.S. We don't know what is No, no, I don't know where anything is. No, me neither. Is that next to Canada? Uh... Or Antarctica? I have no idea. Who knows? But yes, Love is Blind Season 4 just finished. I hope... See, I literally just finished it. I just finished the reunion. No, I like, just finished it, yeah. Maybe 30 minutes ago. Yeah. So, and now I'm looking up people to, to follow. I 
don't care to follow any of them, to be honest. I don't need more, tra- I, need more trash in my life. I need to know if they stay together. Okay, we should probably, before we say too much, obviously, again, this is before we even say too much. Spoiler alert. It's about love. And is it blind? Some of them might stay together. If you have not watched Love is Blind, season four, don't listen to this episode because you will be spoiled. No, I think you should still listen to the episode. I mean, you can listen to the episode. If you don't want to watch the show because it's trash definitely listen to the episode the episode if you haven't if you do watch it and you haven't watched the reunion first of all what are you doing with your life second of all don't listen to the episode for spoilers but anyways we're going to the episode here listen to this episode for spoilers at all times i'm just gonna keep telling them to listen to ours because why would we tell them not to listen to our show why would we not do that I don't agree with you, Rachel. Okay, well, that's fine. We can agree. I don't care about this. Yes, spoiler alert. If you care about missing things and you're like, oh, I don't want to get spoilers, that's your own fault. Mm -hmm. Plug your ears, but still listen to this. Figure that out. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into this garbage. I have a question, though, first of all. Mm-hmm. I don't think Vanessa Lachey is okay. Present <laughs> <laughs> your evidence. Exhibit A, demanding... Exhibit A, claiming the first love is mine baby as theirs. <laughs> I think she might have taken it if they had one. I think she will take it, so they need restraining orders. I I thought she was about to demand to be the godmother. Listen, that might happen. Yeah. Technically, though, we did get the first Love is Blind baby, even though it wasn't from a couple. Oh, spoilers. Plug your ears. Run away. Because Bartiste, Fartiste, (laughs) yes go on (laughs) but yes he has a he has a child yeah do we know who the mother is we do we don't know her name nor her social media the sleuths of tiktok have not found it yet so we don't not yet no so the correct answer was no, Rachel. Sorry. No. Make that so much more complicated. <laughs> because this show is complicated. Okay. Why did you lawyer answer that? <laughs> I will lawyer answer whatever the hell I want, okay? <laughs> Which one of us is the lawyer here? One of us speaks in riddles, one of us speaks in rhymes. <laughs> You'll figure out which one at the end of the time. Whoa. But yes, so 
what we're going to do, we're going to go through the people that we actually see because there's a lot of other people who aren't there. Sorry, my brain shut off again. There are a lot of people that are there, but they don't get a lot of screen time because I guess they don't make good TV. I don't know. So anyways, our first one is Brett. And I love Brett personally. I really do. I do too. Like Brett is so pure, so special. He's a sweetie. He really is. I thought, like, I was kind of worried at first with him. (laughs) Because I was worried for Tiffany, honestly. (laughs) Because in the beginning, he said he'd, like, never been, um, he'd never been in love with someone before. (laughs) So... I was like, oh no. And Tiffany is like, she seems so 100% all in, such this like really open, like wonderful person, right? Just glowing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no. I, I'm just like, was scared. I was like, this is going to end badly. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think this is like, it's they're going to go all in, but he's going to be like, antsy at the altar right Mm -hmm. and not be able to fully commit yeah but I thought they'd go all the way to Mm -hmm. that time but he pleasantly surprised me Mm -hmm. I had a good feeling about him from the get-go and I just I love work so I think we're gonna go through the men first and then I just Mm -hmm. pulled them up on my phone because names sometimes escape me and i know names sometimes escape names definitely escape you oh yeah i jackie i still think she is raven i continuously called her raven throughout the whole season i was like uh who's not raven again you know yeah Yeah. (sighs) josh hmm that one he gives me fuck he gave me fuck boy energy and i was right yeah yep he is not a good person at all he is definitely fuck boy <laughs> he's one of those things you know you see the picture of the guys where they're like rubbing their hands and they're like <laughs> baby girl <laughs> you know i think he's done that he has i'm pretty oh, sure he did that at kelsey's birthday party <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Application project engineer. What you engineering? He's engineering something for a small dick. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> we don't know that for sure. We know. We just have a strong suspicion. <laughs> Exactly. Strong suspicion cool. that he has small PP energy. Also, in the in the reunion, he talked about how he was dropping eighteen pounds. Um, like he was he was talking about how he got super drunk at Chelsea's birthday party, mm-hmm. and it was because that he had just been dropping eighteen pounds for a fight mm-hmm. or something, and he so he was like on an empty stomach and drinking on an empty stomach and all that and that's why he got so 
sloshed. And so I thought I was like, oh, maybe his occupation was like professional fighter. Mm -hmm. And now I'm getting project engineer. Dude, why are you fighting and dropping 18 pounds? Bro, who are you fighting? Yeah. What's you doing? Uh, but also, he it looked like, and again, I know they edit this down because reality TV, it really didn't look like he drank a lot. So I'm kind of like, mm, were you drunk or are you just an asshole? But he was like falling all over the place. Yeah, but maybe that's how he walks because he thinks he's got swagger. Well, I thought he was going to, like, like, I thought he almost melted through Marshall. Like, Marshall almost had to hold him up. Mm. Like, he looked just completely out of his mind. Maybe he was on more than just alcohol. Yeah, it looked like it. Maybe he had some sweet, sweet snow or something. No, he wasn't moving fast enough. Isn't that true? No, no, no. Bro, who are you fighting? Very slow. Bro, who, bro, who are you fighting? I don't know, but he should have been taking the sweet, sweet snow if he wanted to move fast enough to sting like a bee, you know? Exactly. Not that I recommend that stuff. No. Kwame. I like Kwame. I don't. Kwame, Kwame. I'm not sure how to say it properly. Mm -hmm. But I, I like him more after the reunion. Uh, I mean, I don't hate him after the reunion because <laughs> before I was fully like, mm, no, I still don't like him. See. Look at his picture. I think he's got like a really, like a genuinely like very personable vibe to him. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he's a like a dude that I could hang out with and have a good time. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like romantically. I'm saying like I would like vibe with him as a friend. Mm -hmm. But I think. For, for me, for a bit there, I was, like, rooting for the for the relationship type of thing. And then I got a little, like, eh for a bit because I was like, uh, he's being a little nuisance-y throughout the show. Mm -hmm. And then I was, like, kind of, like, he's kind of being, like, a kicked dog. And I felt for him because I'm always, like, an underdog person. Mm -hmm. And then he got annoying. And I'm, like... Uh, and then I'm like, okay, I'm okay. I was just kind of like meh at the end. But then in the reunion, I was like, oh, you know what? This is why I like you. So, yeah, out of everybody, of the guys, mm -hmm. you know, besides Brett, mm -hmm. who I do really like, I was just always nervous about because I was always just like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right? Like, it was always, like, too good to be true. Yeah. Right? Kwame. I like Kwame. Like I said, I don't hate him. Like, I did when he first came on and, like, him and Micah. But I still don't like him very much. I'm like, mm, I don't trust you. Yeah. There's something about him that I'm like, mm, nah. 
And I think maybe it was just because he was like, oh, I have to uproot my life and blah, 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 blah. And part of me, speaking as somebody who is not in a relationship, is like, but you would make the sac- that sacrifice for somebody that you love. Mm-hmm. Especially given because, like, Chelsea can't really do her job remotely. Yeah. But anyways, we're... We're, we're going Marshall, sweet baby Marshall, who deserves so much better. Oh my gosh, I love him. Wrap him up in bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. The the king of the season. Give him a second chance. Like he deserves so much better. Yeah, like I think what we should do is we should have like love is the blind bachelor style. Yes. With, like. Love is Blind, The Bachelor Edition, where it's just uh, Marshall dating a million women. Yes. And we just find Marshall his perfect match. Yes. Right? And I think he deserves that because just he's just fantastic. I love him. Yeah. He's my favorite. I forgot yeah. about him. How could you forget about him? I... I'm just thinking about, you know, I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. Can I spoil it? You can spoil it. Well, I was just thinking about the ones that got successful <sighs> out of this right now. Yeah, I know. You know, Paul. I don't like Paul. No. Go enter some data. Because Paul looks too much like Cole. I from never C- see it until you say it. Yeah. He looks like Cole, and that was one of the first things I noticed, and I don't like Cole. Mind you, I don't like what Zeneb did to Cole, but I don't like Cole because he is not without fault. Mm. Yeah, both of them had fault. And speaking of, have you seen, I know you're not really on TikTok, but there's been this whole thing where people are thinking that he was, like, cheating on Micah with one of her bridesmaids. Oh, yeah, I saw... I haven't seen it on TikTok. I just saw the the TikTok they played on the reunion mm-hmm. where you can see where it looked like he patted someone's ass, one of the bridesmaids. Yes. They didn't confirm it was one of Micah's, though. But I think that is one of her friends, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I've seen that where everybody was zooming in and being like, he touched her butt. He liked her pictures on Instagram. Yeah. I I never really liked Paul. No. Mm, there's something off about Paul. Yeah, and there is. Throughout the show like i thought first of all it was really weird when my, uh, paul's mom comes in and paul's mom is like micah yes. just older and i'm like dude you're dating your mother and then what's his excuse at the end that like in the reunion and at the like leaving her at the altar Oh, I couldn't see you as a mother. Like, dude, you're dating your mother. It should be, oh, I'm not sexually attracted to you because I don't want to fuck my mom. Listen, Freud was having a field day. Yeah, Freud is having a fucking field day. Freud but, is like, loving this. Yeah, he's like, like, Freud is like, for some reason, you don't think your mom has maternal instincts, but you think she's real fuckable. Mm-hmm. 
this is really weird. We need like 25 more sessions. Yeah. Pay up front. Freud is like, tell me about the fact that you want to fuck your mom, but you don't think she's motherly material. Mm-hmm. Did she ever talk to you in baby talk, like goo goo gaga? Or was she like, now, Paul, what is the square root of 64? Now, don't do it with a calculator, Paul. Use your big boy brain, Paul. You're only six months old. <laughs> goo goo gaga. None of that, Paul. <laughs> Use your big boy words. <laughs> Use your big boy words. Don't count on your fingers. <sighs> My favorite. And everybody's like, why do you like him? I just, Zach. I freaking love Zach. No, I'm oh. not even looking at his picture. No. I love him so much. No. I do. Get out. No, I love him. And even Grace and Cassie were like, why? I was like, I love him. He's so precious. If she's not going to date him, I will date him. I want me and Zach. I love him. No. Yes. No. Yes. I went to law school with so many of them. Just go, you know what? Go find a law school campus and find a corner you'll find one so i just need to go down to dal then and stand in a corner and find I me zach i can't confirm if they're at dal but they i went to unb and there were at least five or six in my class of them i don't know if they would be at dal because dal is more snobby hey all lawyers are snobs Fact. you just gotta dig deep enough you know <sighs> So, um, what did you think about on the reunion when they played the part where he made that song for Bliss and he sang? I love his singing, though. You loved it? I do! Unironically, while the rest of the cast, and they kept cutting their faces while they tried not to laugh? I love it. Vika <laughs> was trying so hard, like, keeping that smirk in order. But Micah is also a villain of this season. She is, but did you see Chelsea was trying not to laugh? Tiffany was trying not to laugh? Good people. I loved were it. We're trying not to laugh. I loved it, though. Well, Micah's not a good person. Chelsea, I'm unsure if she's a sound judgment. <laughs> so. Tiffany is an angel. Tiffany is precious baby angel. Yes, and she was trying not to laugh. And I love Zach. That's my issue. I'm like, oh, that's Zach so cute. was singing a song that's like, I love my bliss and she sounds like this to my heart. That's what he sounded like. Yeah, but I do that. I make random songs up, so it's all good. Yes, but it sounded like he was trying to do a fake country accent and be funny. But he was legit trying to be 100% sincere. And everybody was trying not to laugh. And they were like, oh, it's 100% sweet and sincere. And everybody's like trying not to laugh because it seemed like it, like, when are we going to say it's a joke, right? Like, this is like the funny Valentine's Day present, right? But that's, I liked it, though. 
yeah, and it's sweet, but I, why did they submit that for ridicule? And I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't need to slap you out of this, Rachel. <laughs> I know, but I, I, I think it's, it's one of those things that makes him him and it's one of his unique quirks and obviously bliss loves it yeah and i think zach is a good person i do i think he's a lovely good person and i just find him annoying as hell and i don't see anything that you know makes me attracted to him for me and that's fair that's that's just my personal taste. And because he reminds me so much of everybody I went to, like all these guys I went to law school with, makes me want to just throw things or run in the other direction. Mm -hmm. um, you know, after having thrown things at him, allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. Um, but one thing I will note is uh, I don't like second choice. Uh, you shouldn't have made that mistake you fell for the Irina thing and i understand it was through a wall you probably could have figured out the smirks from her if you were looking at her face that you know she wasn't sincere mm -hmm. but one thing i'll say that is a big black mark to me on zach's character is that he thinks paul is on the up and up yeah, that's kind of, Paul is not. Paul is trash. Paul's yeah. trash. And a lot of what was going on at the reunion, like, I didn't think Paul was so, like, such a bad character. Mm -hmm. Like, of bad character. Having watched the whole edit of the whole season mm -hmm. until I watched the reunion. Mm-hmm. But then watching the reunion and seeing what comes out, Paul does not come out smelling very good. No, he doesn't. And even when he tries to defend himself, he doesn't, the way he talks just makes, like, he just digs a bigger hole. He does that thing that people who don't want to answer questions do, is where they talk around the question. Hmm. You know, like, he doesn't answer. Like, you know, they were asking him about, I think they were asking him about Micah or something like that. And he didn't answer, I think it was Vanessa's question. And he just literally just talked in a circle without giving an answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah. He, he, he just... Like, I, I did appreciate one thing about like one point in Micah's favor is mm -hmm. that she said she did not find out about Paul not like Paul's reason for calling off the marriage. Let's mm -hmm. call it that the way, you know, like saying no at the altar mm -hmm. being because he didn't see her as being mother, like being able to be a mother for his mm -hmm. children until it aired mm -hmm. right or 
I think that she said like Friday on yeah. the show. Right? So I assume that's when it aired. So that was like a few days prior prior to the taping mm-hmm. of the reunion. So at that point, like that's a year in the past. The the taping of that their wedding mm-hmm. compared to the reunion. And they'd apparently tried to date, yes. they said, for like they tried for like a week or two or so mm-hmm. after the failed marriage. So he didn't try to talk about it with her or try to talk about it with her before they even went up to the altar. Cause she brought that point up and yeah. Vanessa like backed her up on it. And he was like trying to like make his thing as like, Oh no, it's just something that has to happen organically. You can't talk about that type of thing. Like you can't tell someone to change and do that. Yeah, but still you need to talk about it. Like you can't just have these issues feelings about the person that you're unsure if you're gonna marry and not express it to them. Like, you know, you you can't just be like, oh, I she doesn't seem very motherly. I don't know if she would be a good mom to my children. We you can't hold that in because if especially because Micah said that she wants to have kids. That's her biggest thing is she wants a family. Yeah. And like if you had said that to her, so she knows, like, listen, I don't think that you would be a good fit for I and it's I don't even know if he meant it because he tried to pull like, no, I just meant for my kids. I don't know if he meant it for just their kids. I think he meant it as, I don't think she'd be a good mom at all. Yeah. And he kept trying to reword it. Yeah. I, I just watched that. So it's so fresh in my mind, the reunion. He He kept trying to reword it and Vanessa kept trying to, re-question him about it to try to give him every opportunity to fix his wording Mm -hmm. right to like try to be like do you mean that this right yeah because I think she was trying to get him to say like it's not just like she's a bad mom like she's gonna be a bad mom or that Mm -hmm. she's gonna like she doesn't have maternal instincts or Mm -hmm. She's not mother material, or is it just because he couldn't see her as a mother to his kids? He never said it just to his kids. He tried to say that, but it didn't come out very well, because he said, I don't think I would be a good dad either. Yeah, like, he said, I couldn't see myself as a dad either. Like, I couldn't see either of us as parents. And And he didn't clarify to children with them or in general, so it kind of leaves... Yeah us and Micah obviously to think he means in general that he thinks she would be an awful mother even if she had kids with like another person yeah and then like Vanessa brought up was like well it's odd because she's so much like your mother Mm -hmm. like kind of being like well how can she not be a good mother or like maternal when she's so basically identical to your mother Mm -hmm. and he's like well that's just aesthetics like the makeup and the hair and stuff and looks 
And it's like, uh, so you're saying that she looks like your mother, but she has no qualities like your mother. Hmm. Again, Freud having a field day. Yeah. So she can't <laughs> rear children because it's almost like he was just like focused so much on her, like, because she's so focused on her outer appearance. Mm-hmm. And it's like she he's boxed her into that. Yeah. Is where I got that. So I did kind of feel for Micah in that moment because everything coming out of his mouth was kind of just like shoveling more and more shit at her to make her feel like crap mm-hmm. on this. Like, like this idea that she's not going to be a good mother. Mm-hmm. When, which I, I think it wasn't coming from like if we give him the benefit of the doubt and all he was saying was like maybe he's not ready to be a father or he can't see the two of them being parents together mm-hmm. and he's he just can't picture a future with the two of them yet cuz it seemed like he was also saying it was so fast and he mm-hmm. couldn't picture that maybe that's what he was trying to get out there if we just give him benefit of the doubt but the he just could couldn't like you know the more and more he spoke Mm-hmm. The worse it got, and the worse and worse and worse and worse it got. But again, he, he knew what he was signing up for when he signed up for Love is Blind. The goal, as Vanessa said, Vanessa the villain said, right. is to get married or not at the end of it. So you need to be imagining these things. Yes, it happens quickly, but that's the point of the experiment. Yeah. And Micah's like, well, you could have told me if you had these questions. And my thing was like Vanessa kept saying, "Well, how would she have shown you that she was going to be maternal, like having being like like that, right?" And and he was like, "Well, I needed to see it, right? Because I not just uh, like talk about it because I guess Micah kept talking about." how she wanted to be a mother, right? Mm-hmm. She wanted to have kids. And all he would say is like, well, you can't just tell someone that. You, it has to happen organically. It has to happen organically. But how do you show, this is, see, this is his issue. He's a, this is, he's like, I need data. Okay, but how can you get data to show that you are motherly if you do not have something to be a mother to yes she has a dog i don't know how she treats her dog if she treats it like an actual child apparently she should have swaddled and rocked it to sleep she should have done what jenna did and treated her dogs like a baby for a day to show him (laughs) you you know what she should have done she should have uh i don't know maybe wrapped him up and swaddled him spanked him on the butt (laughs) i don't know Asked him if he wanted to breastfeed. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I took it back. I retract. I retract. Oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, but, Jesus. What, what is he... But the part about, like, you can't just talk about... Help someone that. Like, what are they supposed to do? Fucking mind read? Yes. Right? Apparently. It's supposed to oh, happen okay, organically. Like, fucking... No, you're supposed to talk about your issues and be like, I'm having trouble picturing this. And like, you're in a relationship where you're engaged 
to be married, the wedding day is coming up and you can't see someone in that light. Be like, hey, I'm having trouble with X, Y, and Z. I need to work on this. We need to work on this together. What can we do? Again, communication will solve everybody's fucking problems on this goddamn piece of shit garbage show. Yeah. Also, maybe they need therapy. Oh my god. Oh, they all need therapy. Every single one of them Everybody needs therapy. therapy. The world this needs podcast therapy. is sponsored by BetterHelp. No, it's not. <laughs> BetterHelp, you listening? <laughs> we could use it. I'd love it. Y'all need fucking therapy. Oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> I can. We could all use some more therapy. I yeah. could use some therapy. Yeah. Extra little therapy over here, little little spritz over there, a little bit of little dash over here, paint a happy oh, little therapy tree, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, we got off track. Yeah, I know. Um, bliss, bliss. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I don't I I just don't I don't vibe with her. No. No. I don't I don't not like her. Mm-hmm. But I don't particularly like her either. Like there's just something there that I just don't click with. Is it because she chose to be second choice that you don't like her? No, it was from the beginning. Okay. It was from the introduction of her. It was just something with her. I didn't connect with. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's probably just a personality thing mm-hmm. that the the two of us would probably just not get along. Mm-hmm. We'd probably be two people that we could work in the same office and you know get along okay to get a job done, but we would not be people that would like want to hang out outside of it. Mm-hmm. What's your your thoughts? I like how she was very much not willing to just immediately forgive Zach for his mistake. And she was kind of like, listen, I don't know if I want to keep seeing you because, you know, you did pick somebody else and now you're trying to see if we can go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't personally, I like her. I feel like me and her might get along in person, but she's not like, there's nothing really that stands out. I mean, her dad was kind of like, I don't know about this. I really liked her mom and her sister. Mm. They were really good people. She has good people in her life. But other than that, like, I don't get a bad read on her i don't get a good read i just but she's just kind of there you know yeah and you know what i think i like didn't pay a ton attention to her very much Mm -hmm. because of the zach thing Mm. because zach was someone that like just triggers memories for me of law school which is just a shit show of a time for me 
mm-hmm. that I do not want to go back to at all. <laughs> <laughs> that I just like exclude that part. So I don't know. Maybe I could get along. I don't know because I'm trying to like think back about Bliss and her at the reunion. She mm-hmm. seemed really nice. I thought, like, I really like what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. I think she even, like, like I really didn't like her wedding dress, by the way. I didn't like I didn't the sleeves like- on it, you know? I just don't like that style mm-hmm. of dress. That whole, like, fake nude type yeah. of dress. I don't like that style. It's, like, it, it, it's good for some people. I just mm-hmm. really don't like it. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's not my kind of thing. Right? Like, good for her if that's what she wants to do. And that's, like, anybody wants to do. That's that's the kind of style you go for. That mm-hmm. is not the type of dress that I like. I don't know why that trend came in for any type of dress, those fake mm-hmm. nude ones. But I don't get that kind of trend. Uh, that's off topic. But... Mm-hmm. No, it's it's relevant to it. I yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand it either. Yeah. Now the purple dress she had at that reunion. Oh, that I was love cool. that. Oh my that god. Yes. Yeah, but Bliss. One thing you were talking about her dad. Mm-hmm. The conversation she had with her dad and Zach when they first met her dad. Mm-hmm. Well, not they. <laughs> when Zach first met her, met her dad, I'm sure. She met her dad much before then. We hope she did. <laughs> um, well, they seemed to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how she did stand up to him, though. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't back down. He was very much, like, not on board. And, like, oh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't agree with it. You're making a mistake with your life. Mm-hmm to jump into this stuff and she did not back down yeah i i really respected her for that so i'm i don't know maybe bliss is just someone that i just like passed over this season maybe because she just wasn't super dramatic probably and she did have a really good read on irena Mm -hmm. she did yeah and she could have made that super dramatic and crazy and gone nuts about it Mm -hmm. but she didn't she was like really sensible yeah I think that's what I like about her is she's not going to hang on feed into the drama you know yeah she's not somebody that's gonna be like "Mm, yes I got him. You suck, Irina, even though Irina does suck and she totally would have deserved bliss going <laughs> over. But she's not, she's, you know, she ha- she knows that sometimes you got to pick and choose what you're going to fight with people about. Oh, the cupcake thing. Remember that? Yes. When she said, nope, you can't have one of my cupcakes or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think it was one of the cupcakes, actually. Yeah, I think, no, it was the candle or something she wanted to buy. Yeah, one yeah. of the candles. Yeah. She didn't back down and just, like, give that to her. Mm-hmm. 
she just said like no this is mine this is my thing that i'm doing for him if you actually care about this guy you Mm -hmm. would put your own effort into it and not try to piggyback off the mind yeah but she didn't even say all that right she just she just like because that would have been confrontational and Mm -hmm. probably then Irina would have been able to take that and lash out and start a full screaming match type of fight Mm -hmm. that would have gotten more screen time for Irina, which would have been probably exactly what she wanted. Oh, yeah. Instead, she, you know, Bliss had the uncomfortable situation, but like just did like, no, Mm -hmm. not going to do that. Like, this is my thing. Yeah. And shut it down without having to do a big thing, Mm -hmm. which respectable and it didn't get you big views or anything to make like a big sensation on tv but it it did what you came there to do mm-hmm. to actually go there to find love yeah yeah i think you know what i think between the two of us i think i've changed my mind on bliss now <laughs> yay yeah, I think I think I like her. I respect her. Mm-hmm. She's just like not a big personality because she didn't. I think she truly went there for love, and she was going to be there to be who she is. Yeah, and I, I think she was there for the right reasons. Oh, look at you using Bachelor words. You don't even watch Bachelor. I don't use. I don't even watch Bachelor, but I because I, I do think there's people that go on these type of shows. For the right reasons, which is to find love because that's actually what they want. And there's people who go on there like Irina who want to get some sort of fame from it. Is she our next person? No, Chelsea. Chelsea. That would be funny if she was the next person. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll get to Irina when we get to Irina. Chelsea. I don't like Chelsea. Mm. Oh. Because... Chelsea gives me very pick-me vibes. Yeah, and she owns it. Which is fine. But I don't like the pick-me vibes. Mm. You know? And I feel that she came across so desperate to get married, to find somebody that... She kind of didn't give Kwame a hard time for, I think, as hard a time as she should have for things. Because she was just kind of like, oh, my God, babe. Oh, my God, Kwame. Let's do all these things. Like, I love you. And I'm like, yeah, but he's, you know, he's not that. He kind of gives me SK vibes and that he might end up being like a serial cheater, you know? Hmm. But you say that, and I could see why you'd be put off from Kwame if you're getting SK vibes, mm-hmm. right? Um, but remember back to, because I like Chelsea, mm-hmm. and you'd think I wouldn't, because think of my whole vibe, mm-hmm. and, you know, pink-loving, blonde, Barbie-looking princess. Mm-hmm. You'd think, absolutely, I'm not going to like this person. Yeah. This seems farthest from me completely. That is like your complete opposite. Yeah, but I was 100% on board with Chelsea and Kwame. 
And Chelsea, I don't know why. I, I don't know when it hit me that I was like team Chelsea, <laughs> but some of the things like Chelsea just like would not, uh, she wouldn't compromise on what she wanted. Right. Like she said she was going to get what she wanted mm-hmm. and not to the detriment of being like, well, I'm going to steamroll everybody. Yeah. But in the sense that, she has this job that you know she's living in this place Mm -hmm. she wants to live in this place in this uh in seattle Mm -hmm. because that's where her family are that's where her job is she's established there Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to move Mm -hmm. right so that was part of the conversation with kwame right was that his job was remote and he he could move Mm -hmm. easily right her whole family is there she always wanted to live in that same vicinity so him moving was a big thing that she wasn't going to compromise on Mm -hmm. where she wanted to to live right Mm -hmm. and she like put that out there she's like this is what i want and i'm going to make that clear Mm -hmm. She wasn't going to, you know, waffling back and forth on those things. I do like that about her, that she knows what she wants. She knows what she's worth. Mm -hmm. Not willing to, like, settle for it. But still, it's just, she can't, when when she was like, oh, my God, yes, we're going to do all these things. And I don't know. There's just something about her. It's her pick-me energy. And, yes, she is, I don't like the pick-me energy. Even if though she owns it and she knows, I I just, I don't like it. I really don't. One argument to the pick me energy. The Micah and Kwame pool party conversation. Mm-hmm. So the follow up to that. Yes. Chelsea's whole handling of that. Mm-hmm. That does not say pick me energy. No, that doesn't say pick me energy. That says... I put my god darn dang it motherfucking foot down energy. Mm -hmm. I didn't know where I was going with that sentence. It just slipped out of my mouth in weird ways. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. know. But that that to me doesn't say pick me energy. Mm -hmm. It was like in the way that like it was like half balanced right like she had the pick me energy but then also with the like i know exactly what i want and i know what i'm worth energy Mm -hmm. so i think that's where it balanced out to me because it was like what you did wasn't okay here's why here's Mm -hmm. what i need from you right because like that was completely disrespectful Mm -hmm. this is what i need from you to move forward and how Kwame then handled it in the reunion and like followed up on all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what actually warmed me back up to Kwame. You know what I didn't like? Wow. And I don't like this in general, like even if it's not TV show, the thing that I think put me off from Chelsea still is the fact that she was speaking for both of them at the reunion. Hmm. Like Kwame's a grown ass man. He can, 
express himself. Yes, his feelings may be the same as yours, but you don't need to speak for the couple. Yeah, but how many married couples do that? And I don't know very, I don't know very many who do that, honestly. Ugh, friggin' all of them. It's like they elect someone to speak, and it's majority of the times the woman. Couples do that. There's this transition where they just, it's like two become one. And (laughs) I know. (laughs) All of a sudden, they just start talking. It's like the collective we. And the two of them just start answering for each other. But yeah, they start doing this thing of the we, right? So they start talking about it and they're like, oh, we have started bowling, mm-hmm. right? We love low bowling. Oh, no, 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 bowling. Not that bowling that you use with the pins. No, it's lawn bowling, you know, mm-hmm. bowling, mm-hmm. right? We love to get sun on our skins while we lawn bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's the collective we starts happening and they start talking for each other. Mm-hmm. But it, it sometimes goes both ways and you can start to see like who does more of the talking and like one person has to do like all of the like appointment booking half the time, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny how it works out, right? You start seeing like that in the relationships it's less of the independence and more of the codependence almost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but less of the you know i was gonna say psychiatric codependence (laughs) and more of you know just the layman's term Mm -hmm. codependence i mean yeah now we're on irena oh yeah trash 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 I have nothing to say about her. I really don't. You know what we could do? What? We could move on to the next one. We could. Which is Jackie. And I don't have anything nice to say about her either. No, but what I'm saying is technically, Irina only being in it for the fame Mm -hmm. would care to be talking about, right? True. I will just say this one thing. My favorite is at the reunion when the audience booed her. Mm. <laughs> when they said her name also, and everything went, boo! <laughs> Sorry. When everybody went, boo! Ooh, nice, 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 nice. <laughs> I, I did. Also, no, you know what? I need to talk about Arena. We, do, um, we need to talk about her. We do, we do. We can't do this. Also, business owner, that's her That's her title. What do you own? She owns the Regina George look-alike, <laughs> act-alike business. Regina George fan club. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, did you notice in the reunion how everything she said when she was trying to give her apologies and stuff, mm-hmm. she was trying, like, you could watch her facial expression and she was trying so hard to keep her lips from like quirking up. And yep. Yeah. The smirk. Right. Yep. You could see that it was like, you could almost like, I wish there were sound effects added to the like, 
<laughs> yeah, of the like the creaking of her the sides of her mouth as they like had to be kept being pulled down because they kept wanting to quirk up mm-hmm. and the eye squints of them like squinting with a little glee. It's the there's a there's a psychological term for when you're uh like liar's glee or mm-hmm. something like that. Um what is it? Uh I think it must be liar's glee, but it's something like that. I don't think that's the exact term for it, mm-hmm. but it's something like that. Um glee is the second part. But it's when somebody who's telling a lie is it like is happy about it Mm -hmm. and people will smile Mm -hmm. so not everybody does it but someone like Irina who kind of enjoys it Mm -hmm. like getting the one up the one over on somebody and who's enjoying the idea of getting their 15 minutes of fame, getting their, like, profiting off of this, right? Mm -hmm. Building a following and a fan base, even if it's a hateful fan base. Mm -hmm. But, like, a number is a number to her. Yeah. So, like, that, she's constantly going to have to keep manipulating her face Mm -hmm. to stop those, like, that gleeful expression from coming out. Mm-hmm. like oh yeah and just the fact that she was so excited to see other people get rejected and get hurt mm-hmm. because it benefited her like that is somebody who is malicious behind every action that they do and we've talked about this how like some people will go out of their way to do things without expecting anything in return. Irina expects things in return or she will hold it over you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was like, oh my gosh, so happy that he broke up with her. And she was also so mean to Zach for no reason. Hexa yeah. agrees. Like, it's obvious yeah. she didn't like him enough to marry him. She just wanted to be on the show. Mm-hmm. She's, she's one of the people who went on there for the wrong reason. She went on to be like, oh, I'm going to go on this Netflix show and I'm going to become famous. Like you said, regardless if it's good fame or bad fame, fame is fame. Yeah. And whatever works, right, mm-hmm. to get her that... 15 minutes of fame like to get her that boost Mm -hmm. like you could even see her in the reunion her eyes as she would talk or as she would be in like a back and forth with somebody or with Vanessa her eyes would shift over to the camera Mm -hmm. instead of being focused on who she was talking to Mm -hmm. like she purposefully you'd see that she was trying not to look but you'd see like a quick shift to the camera and back, right? Mm-hmm. While she's still trying to manipulate her face into not looking happy, while she's trying to like apologize mm-hmm. for being a horrible human being who tortured and tormented people. Oh my gosh. And I love how they kept trying to say it's the editing, it's the editing. Sweetie, it is not the editing. 
yes, they edit things to like shorten it because that's what you do. But the fact that you are acting like this when you know there's cameras around filming your every move makes me wonder what she acts like when there's no cameras around. Yeah. Well, and same with Micah. Micah tried to say that as well with the editing. No, sweetie. No. Mm -hmm. You act like this when there's cameras around. I can only imagine what you act like when there's no cameras around. Yeah. For the idea of Arena, I just want to put out there, I think Irina acted like that. Like, I'm not saying this isn't her personality anyway, but mm -hmm. I think she went overboard with tormenting the other ladies in the house mm -hmm. or you know wherever they are by like because of wanting to make sure she got a lot of screen time to ensure she was going to be called back for the reunion whether or not she got picked mm -hmm. by any of the men because if she wasn't picked by anybody and didn't get to go on to the next part, if she was a complete torment that went through and tortured all the women in the place mm -hmm. and was horrible and, you know, they had to spend so much screen time on someone that was a complete bully and, you know, had the fans up in arms over this person they would have had to call her back for the reunion anyway. So her, like, fame would have gotten there anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it was a play either way. Yeah. I, I just think she's calculating. Oh, she's definitely calculated. Like, honestly, who wouldn't be if you got a free trip to Mexico? <laughs> oh, my God, these people. Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Oh, oh my God. Her picture looks like she's not even happy to be there. Yeah. She doesn't look like she's happy to be there when she's smiling in that picture. No, she's like, huh, why am I here? Help me. Oh my god. Oh no. I just read her quote. Can you see the quotes on the website you're on? Yeah. Um, I'm here to find my daddy and leave to start our lives together. Oh my god. Oh no. No, no. No, no. No, no. But she's not straightforward. Because I don't know if the website you're on has like a little blurb about them. It, it does. Jacqueline has never been in a relationship because she refuses to settle. As a straightforward person who doesn't play games, lies, she, she says she won't put up with someone who thinks they're better than me. But Jacqueline knows she can be hard-headed at times, so she's keeping her heart open in hopes of finding my daddy in the pods to start our lives together. That is the most repulsive sentence I have ever read. Yeah. Like, find your daddy? Ugh. Yeah. 
also, I'm pretty sure if they had given that tagline to Marshall, he would have said, can I speak to someone else? Yes. Yeah. Marshall would have said, can I speak to her manager, please? <laughs> no, I was thinking more like, can I date anybody else, please? Can I date anybody else but her? Anybody else, please? Because I don't think he was okay with it when he found out what she was into sexually. No. And you know what? To each their own. Yeah, fair. You're into what you into. However, you can't expect... That was a weird way I said that. You can't expect someone to... I'm trying to... Hang on. Words are hard today, apparently. To change what they're into to fit what you're into. Yes, you can't expect somebody to just be on board with, like, what you're into. Because... Everybody has their own comfort level. Everybody has their limits about what they're comfortable with. And he's not into the roughness, which is fine. He's not into that. He doesn't want to treat her that way, which is fine. But if she has that, I don't know if this is something that ever came up in their discussions in the pods. Yeah, probably not. Because if you remember from the episodes, it seemed like it popped up out mm -hmm. of nowhere and he'd went and talked to Brett about it. Mm -hmm. And it was like people he talked about, he was like, women have come, have asked him that before and he's not into it. Mm hmm. But he didn't describe it as, like, BDSM, mm -hmm. which is what I more get the vibe from, mm -hmm. from this kind of blurb. Like, I get it as more of, like, you know, looking for a daddy, so maybe, like, Sugar a daddy, daddy or a daddy dom, mm -hmm. right, type of situation. So maybe BDSM, knowing that what we know from the show where... It sounded like rough stuff, mm -hmm. so maybe putting the two and two together. But it sounded more like he was like talking about like she wanted him to like throw her around or something, which mm -hmm. maybe it was like way way out of his comfort zone or who knows. He seems like a very sweet, soft, soft boy. Mm -hmm type of guy so maybe he seems like a very vanilla boy i don't know if it's vanilla or if it's just like sensual lovey-dovey type of love makey kind of guy right mm -hmm. that kind of love makey <laughs> love makey kind of guy he's not somebody that's gonna be like yo let's go back to my place and fuck yeah i don't i don't see him as like a as like a that kind of person but who knows right but i don't i don't think it's like a i think maybe that's that but maybe that's something mm -hmm. that doesn't come up in the pods much but it, seeing i don't know because 
maybe some people talked about it because mm-hmm. I don't know. Kwame and Chelsea said something about having a Calvin Klein date in their underwear. Yep. And I think they talked about sex. I know it's come up with like, I know in season three, Andrew talked a lot about sex. You probably don't remember Andrew. Uh, vaguely. He's the one who, who took the eye drops and put them in his eye to make it look like he was crying more. Oh yeah. 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 Cause he was talking about how he was able to get off without splooging everywhere. Oh, yeah, I I wiped that out of my mind. (laughs) And, like, I know that's something that comes up, so it makes me wonder if maybe they didn't talk about it, or maybe they did, and she might have played it off and not told him what she actually wants, because she figured Mm -hmm. maybe that would scare him off. Yeah. Which, like communication you gotta we talked about this in one of our previous episodes you gotta communicate what you want in the bedroom so they know you can't just expect people to know mind reading is not a thing it is not a thing yet yet it might be who knows once the robots take over we never know (laughs) yeah let's move on to micah don't like her i wavered on her a lot Mm -hmm. right i feel like she never had like a a, like a hundred percent villain arc right it wasn't like irena who was just constantly an ass (laughs) Mm -hmm. right it was like she'd have some good moments and it's like oh look it seems like Micah's going on the up and up. And then it was, oh, no, the pool. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, no, no, looks, it looks like it's okay. She's staying away from other people's men. It's just, it's okay. Looks like she, her and Paul are just working on things together. Okay, maybe, maybe it's, it's all right. And then at the altar, you know, when... He said no, and she was heartbroken. I felt for her, so I just felt bad for her, right? Mm-hmm. And at the reunion, I felt a little even worse for her. So that's where I'm at. I just kind of have sympathy for her. I felt bad for her, but I don't like her because I don't like her actions that she did throughout the show. And maybe she was influenced by Irina, but the mean girl duo thing... And talking down to other people did not like it. Micah gave me very much Jessica vibes from the first season. Mm-hmm. I didn't get as much Jessica vibes. I just got, like, I, I feel like she's too young to be Jessica vibes. Like, she's so much like a kid. She's like a... a She's, it says 27, but she mm-hmm. reminds me like she's like 21, 22, who's just started like partying and drinking and mm-hmm. she's more like, should be like a college 
student who's like about to graduate college and doesn't know what to do with their life. Mm -hmm. That's the vibe I get, right? Like just wild, like partying all the time and type of thing. And I say Jessica vibes because there was things that she was not really willing to like compromise on, like her whole Arizona versus Seattle thing. Mm-hmm. Where Paul was like, would you ever sell your house? No, I'm not going to sell my house there. Yeah. And that's what I gave me because Jessica was very much like, well, you know, what about when I'm this? When I'm this old and you're this old? What about if this and this? And Jessica wasn't really like willing to move on a lot of her timelines with things. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but they were 10. She was 10 years older than Mark. Not sure if you, you knew that. Yeah. I remember that now. She was very much like, well, I want to have kids within the next year and I'm not moving on that because of my age. And Micah was very much like, well, I'm not going to sell my place in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Besides besides, um, fake Raven. Mm -hmm. I still forget her name. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Yeah, um, I don't really relate the rest of them to no. other season cast mem- members, right? My other thing about Micah that kind of brought her down, Shelby. Mm. Her best friend who the internet is theorizing is in love with Micah and, and didn't want, that's why she didn't want her to get married with Paul. But also the friends that she was surrounding her with that were like, very happy to see her upset because like Shelby at the wedding was like oh my gosh trying not to smirk and everything was like I need to be drunker for this and like not supporting her friend who just had her heart broken at the altar they were oh, like yeah, Shelby was happy they were like tee hee hee she's so unhappy now tee hee hee she's single like the rest of us yeah <sighs> yeah I I just think she's very immature and she doesn't know, you know, who she is. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, she's just like an immature college girl style mm-hmm. person, right? Like, yeah, that's the vibe I got from her, right? Like, she doesn't have her life figured out mm-hmm. in terms of like, like, that's why I say college girl. Yeah. Not that she's like, in college like she might even have her career figured out but she doesn't have her freaking head figured out mm-hmm. right and the like i just think of like her bachelorette party think how drunk she was she was so drunk i thought she was gonna have to be like scraped off the floor same yeah she was so drunk mm. but yeah there also wasn't a lot of empathy for other people no or stuff throughout the season right but yeah I think she's more of a a follower mm-hmm. than actually malicious like Marina like Irina mm-hmm. I said I was gonna say Marina like I'm I heard you <laughs> you're like Marina yeah. together I put them together they're one mm-hmm. same. <laughs> that's what happens when they are a couple they become a we <laughs> Two become one. Become one. Like that Spice Girl song. (laughs) Yeah, now you're finally getting it. Yeah, it was just like, but I guess if that's what 
I don't know if she realizes her friends are like that. Maybe she does. And maybe she just emulates what her friends are like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I Like, I don't think she actually is a malicious person. I just think that she doesn't know who she is mm-hmm. at the moment. And that she, like, until she can figure that out, mm-hmm. she's just gonna kind of keep being all over the place and either keep being who like picking up the energy and being the people that she surrounds herself with like like you said like she's got she's got friends that she's surrounding herself with that yeah like they care about her in the sense that they wanted to protect her like Shelby like was really concerned that Paul wasn't good for her and was gonna Mm -hmm. hurt her but they also kind of like were happy when she was single or like happy that what they thought was like Shelby was happy that what she thought was going to happen happened Mm -hmm. right like happy that she was right Mm -hmm. that's not a that's not a good mature response no that's a you need to do some work on yourself response. That's a you need to go to therapy response. And that's again why we need a sponsorship from BetterHelp. This podcast is a sponsored by BetterHelp. No, it's not BetterHelp. Please sponsor no, no. us. This is a cry for better help. <laughs> See what I did? Literally and figuratively. It is a cry for better help to sponsor us. <laughs> See what I did uh, there, BetterHelp? That was a free one right there. Yeah. You can use that for just $19.99. My biggest gripe. Okay, let's move on. Let's just let's let's discuss the reunion because I have many feelings about it. Is that this. all the people? I mean no, we kind of talked about Tiffany. We talked about Tiffany already though. Oh. Tiffany's a sweet baby angel. She deserves to be protected. There's not much really to say about her. She's the best. Fabulous. And that she falls asleep. Yeah, that's about it. So relatable. Mm -hmm. Fucking love her. That's what I do. I end up asleep in the middle of a date. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (sighs) Okay, what do you want? What are we doing? What what's next? I'm gonna put this out there. Wait, what? Okay, Jackie is a fucking coward for not showing up to the reunion. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say something controversial. No, this is just facts. Like the fact that she could not face what she did. And the, apparently the other thing is she apparently she's been breaking NDAs all over the place. Mm-hmm. She was posting about everything. Yeah. She posted that her and Marshall had broken up like the day after they did. Mm-hmm. That was said on the reunion. And that's not supposed to have come out. No. So he got a he got a message like a dm or whatever um the day the day of or the day after mm-hmm. from um i don't know what the name was 
but it was one of the other girls on the cast that he'd been dating. Mm-hmm. It was like his other person that he'd been dating. Oh, Keisha. Yeah. That was the name they said. Messaged him and they ended up talking for a while, he said. And they went on one date, but it didn't go anywhere after that because he wasn't in a good space and needed to work on himself. But mm-hmm. yeah. She like she found out about it. The public found out about it. Yeah. Oh, Jackie. Apparently NDAs don't matter anymore. I wonder if they sued the shit out of her. I hope they sued the shit out of her. (laughs) Probably not. I really hope they did. Or I hope she lost out on some type of like, I hope she lost something for breaking that NDA. Well, I mean, she still has the ring. Oh my God, that fucking ring. She... (laughs) (laughs) She still has the ring. Let me just tell you something since you don't watch Bachelor. Okay. Okay. If you, the Bachelor franchise, Mm -hmm. people go through the whole season of The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. So let's say it's a regular Bachelor season and it's a man dating a whole bunch of women. He Mm -hmm. picks someone at the end. He proposes to them and they're in a relationship. If they're not together, I can't remember how many years it is or Mm -hmm. whatever. But if they break up and they don't do not get married within mm-hmm. a certain amount of years, right? Like mm-hmm. they do not, if they break up um, before a certain amount of years pass, right? Mm-hmm. They have to give back the ring because mm-hmm. it is paid for by the show. Mm-hmm. So it's owned by the show, basically. Mm-hmm. So they get a free ring as long as they stay together. But mm-hmm. so many of the couples sometimes just don't make it. Mm-hmm. Or otherwise, why would a bunch of people go on the show and just get like a, I don't know how much the rings are, say a hundred grand. They're really friggin' expensive. Mm-hmm. And they're like custom made and all this, like whatever. But mm-hmm. otherwise you're getting like really expensive jewelry. But it's paid for by an organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Love is Blind didn't like take that ring back. From so I've seen a TikTok about the ring. They don't pick out the rings. They contract a third party. I think I can't remember the name of it that they do all the rings. Yeah. So Love is Blind doesn't like pay for, I don't know if they pay for the rings or the girl in the video didn't say anything, but the third party, like they pick out the rings with them. (laughs) I get so mad thinking about this. I can't help it. Uh It's just, she kept the ring because she's like, because it, the reason she kept the ring (laughs) is because she said, it adds value to her. Yeah. That's what she and said on the show. That's what she said on the show. And then she kept it because she said, oh, Marshall's going to try and pawn it. Marshall ain't going to try and pawn shit. Mar- Marshall wants to return the ring. But what, you know, what what she said on the reunion? That's what she said on the reunion, that he was going to pawn it. No, 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 no. 
on the reunion, I just watched it. Okay. She said on the reunion, because for people that are listening, that might be confused mm-hmm. and haven't watched this. Um, she didn't come back to the live reunion episode. She's a bitch. Yes. She's a coward. And she, I guess pussy. she didn't want to actually have to interact. Yes. Don't call her a pussy. She's a pussy. Pussies are very strong. They push out human beings. Yeah. She's a weak pussy. She's a weak snoo snoo. No, no. I don't, I don't subscribe to this calling people pussies. That's fine. They're a very strong piece of machinery. She's a limp dick. Pussy's a machinery? Yeah, it's a piece of machinery. Okay. What else would you call a baby maker? Let me tune up my pussy now. Let me screw so it's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. What else do you call it when you put something in it? You don't call it a machinery piece. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you go to the gynecologist and get a tune up. <laughs> you go there and they like tune you up, tighten your tires and everything. Tune up my machinery. <laughs> That's what I say. When I go see my doctor for my pap test, I say, tune her up, doc. That pap test down on my machinery. How fast can you do this pap test? Can we like F1? Can we like Formula One do this pit stop thing? (laughs) (laughs) What was I saying? Uh, On the reunion. She didn't show up. On the reunion, yeah. She said. That he wanted it back because he wanted to propose right, to yes. someone else that was also on the show. Not pawn it. Right, right, right. Yeah. And the whole point of him having that date with Keisha, who is also a contestant, the, like, and mm-hmm. he explained that, was that after Missy, friggin' Jackie, forgets her friggin' name all the time because she's so useless. Mm-hmm. And she broke that NDA, said, hey, we're broken up, and posted about her and Josh or whatever on Instagram or wherever mm-hmm. she posted it online the day after it happened or something. Keisha contacted Marshall. They started talking. They eventually went on a date. Mm-hmm. Marshall and her, like, Marshall called it off after and said, like, you know, like, I'm not in a good place, all that. He explained that on the reunion and said, no, he didn't want the uh, the ring back because of that. He said he wanted it back because it was a symbol of his love and she didn't deserve to have it. And, and the whole audience just... cheered. My God. Uh, the audience reaction when Marshall was like, it's been a year. Stop it. I was like. Yes, Marshall. You tell them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love Marshall. Marshall needs like I like I want him to have it like a talk show, like a YouTube channel or something. I want Marshall on a podcast. Marshall, if you want to come on a podcast, <laughs> let us know. Marshall, we would love to have you. you. Marshall, we are your one. Yeah, we're your number one fans now. If you want a best friend. If you want two best friends that will hype you up because you deserve 
the world, let us know and you can come on our podcast. If you want two weird white girls from Canada to just constantly hype you up. We're right here. <laughs> right here. Our email address is linked in the description of the episode. <laughs> we support you. We support you. Oh. And your beautiful eyes. Yep. My other biggest pet peeve with this, with these reunions, not just this one, with all of the Love is Blind reunions, Vanessa and Nick are terrible hosts. Um, I don't think Nick is a very good host. I think Vanessa can host things. I think she's decent host, but um, I think she's just too invested. No, they don't ask the right questions. <laughs> what because was, apparently was... Kwame was on another reality show, Married at First Sight. Oh. Yeah. And did he get married at first sight? I don't know. But he was saying like, oh, you know how he was saying like, oh, my mom, I don't know if I can go through this because of my mom. What about that other show called Married at First Sight where you just pick a random person and you get married at first sight? Did you do this without your mama's permission? And why did you wait till now? To tell me this. Because I wanted to drop a bomb on you. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Googling. This is my Google noises. (laughs) This is what the TikTok sleuths have said. Yeah, Love is Blind viewers spot Kwame in another dating show. My jaw dropped. Ooh, Love is Blind and Married at First Sight share same executive producers and casting department. Apparently. Mm. Uh, Maybe that's why they didn't mention it. Maybe they're not allowed to. Maybe because... Kwame, unlike Jackie, knows how to keep his mouth shut about a fucking NDA. Yeah, he signed a couple. Yeah. I'm reading this article now. Let's see. He allegedly appeared on season 10 of Married at First Sight. Uh, in the video that's been put up, uh, it was Married at First Sight season 10 that was filmed in 2019. It looked like a man that looks like Kwame appeared on screen. Someone's just filming their screen, though. Mm-hmm. You see this? You see the video? No, I'm not looking it up because I've seen all of it on TikTok. So, 
But yeah, you saw the video, right? I don't know if I've seen the video. Mm, it does look something like him. But again, I'm hoping that it's not just people being like, oh, it's a black man. It's Kwame. I mean, it looks something like him, but mm-hmm. without confirmation... Okay, however, okay, in this show, and Mary First Sight, Kwame was ultimately not chosen as one of the five couples that season 10 followed, mm-hmm. which means he only appeared briefly in the first episode. He either really wants to be married or really wants to be on TV, mm-hmm. one viewer wrote. Yeah. So others have pointed out that Love is Blind and Married at First Sight share the same producers, including Chris Colon. 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 C O E L E N. How do you say that? C O E L E N. C O E L E N. How do you, yeah, how do you say that without saying colon? No one would be colon. 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 Eric Detweiler and Sam Dean. (laughs) Sam Dean Winchester. (laughs) And they have the same casting team, Kinetic Content. They cast stars for Love is Blind, Married at First Sight, and additional reality dating shows such as The Ultimatum and Love Without Borders. Hmm. So according to fans, it means it's likely the same team that chose Kwame for Married at First Sight, asked him to appear on Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. So people are saying, I bet they asked him to re-audition. Others are saying, like, I bet he's been trying to get on TV for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... I mean, it could be him, but he shows up for, like, a second. So it also could just be another black guy with a nice smile. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell because they're far in the back and it's, like, a second Mm -hmm. or half a second. So I'm not going to say it doesn't look like him. Mm -hmm. Looks similar. But there's no confirmation here. Yeah, that's why I don't know if, you know, if it's actually him or, like I said, if people are just being like, it's a black man that kind of looks like Kwame, so it must be Kwame. Well, the, the fact that the, the producers mm-hmm. and the casting um company are the same for both of those shows Mm -hmm. does make it seem that it could be very true Mm -hmm. like it it, like it leans in that direction especially because the fact that the person only shows up in that first episode 
and mm-hmm. wasn't a pick to go far like forward or further than that. Mm-hmm. So you know if like let's say that is Kwame, mm-hmm. if they picked him to go on that show and then he didn't get picked to go further than that and they were like well he's got a really great personality we really want him on a show Mm -hmm. let's put him on another show they might have asked him to come on a different show they might have yeah yeah especially if they were filming a show like a lot of those people are from seattle Mm -hmm. but they've got some people that are not from Seattle. Mm-hmm. One of those was Kwame. Kwame's in Portland, yeah. Yeah, so. Like, Tiffany was also from outside yeah. of Seattle, so. Mm-hmm. I think most of the people there, though, that we. Yeah, I think most of them were, but it's it's interesting to know like is he was he on these shows because he really wanted to get married or was he like other people who've gone on and just wanted to be on tv Hmm. well i mean either way he ended up getting married and Mm -hmm. they've been married like a year yeah which like i was very shocked he said yes to be honest because i thought he was gonna say no yeah it, it really looked like it right down to the last second it did because I figured for him the fact that his mom was like not really on board was I felt like that was a huge issue for him yeah also people were um thinking that the woman that came there as his sister oh yeah it was not his sister I see people were saying that they were like, oh, she's a paid actor. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> Come on. Uh, really? But no. They mm-hmm. said she wasn't. I'd be really upset if that... If she was a paid actor. because I would be so upset woman, because I loved her. Yeah, that woman was so sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Like, I almost cried. Like, I... <laughs> I almost cried. Like, I didn't cry anything. Like, the weddings don't make me cry. That mm. woman being all like, I'm so, I'm welcoming you to our home, like, our family. Mm. And, like, here's a purse. Like, it's part of our culture. And you, like, talking to Kwame to try to, like, make him feel okay that, you know, even though his mom's not on board right now, he's going to, she's going to get on board and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, Oh my god, if that was a lie, oh my god. Because, <laughs> like, I was almost crying that entire time she was on screen. Because Barbara, oh my god, I love her. That would be, if that turned out to be fake, that would be top ten betrayals. Yes. One of the top ten betrayals. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I stand Barbara. I also stand Barbara. I think that's a good place to, to, to end it is a standing Barbara. I don't really have much more to say about it just because it's. Just... Yeah. I mean, Actually, what else no. is there to say? 
The one thing I will say, they always ask, is love blind? No. Are you it's, asking me or were you gonna? I was pausing for dramatic effect. Oh, okay. Sorry. Didn't get that. Didn't get that. No, love is not blind. What they need to do, this show, this experiment, it don't work. I know there's couples that have gotten together and have stayed married, but other than that, it don't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. I'm sorry. It don't. I think the they have a really good idea to start with. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not completely blind. So, you know, I think you can have love without, without seeing somebody. Mm -hmm. But if physical attraction is important to you, and like sexual, physical attraction, stuff like this, if this is important to you, because like there are people that, you know, like think asexuality, mm -hmm. right? If that is not an issue, then maybe love is blind and you don't have mm -hmm. anything to worry about in that sense. Mm -hmm. But it could, it could be blind. Like you can actually fall in love with someone without seeing them. But whether that's going to be fully lasting and you can build a whole, you know, life around it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes, maybe not. Probably not all the time. But one thing, I do think they probably shouldn't get engaged. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I know they do it for dramatic effect and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But if they're not planning to actually get married in the sense like like maybe you do the engagement at the mm -hmm. end of it instead of the i do or i don't yeah at the altar that would be better i think if they did that instead of you have to say yes or no i'm gonna get married because yeah it is a short period of time to know for sure if you want to get married to that person yeah because if you think about it, if they did in the pods, and like, I know this would never ever happen because then it wouldn't be such a good show to watch, mm -hmm. but it would be a much better show to participate in mm -hmm. for, you know, actual humans. Yes. <laughs> and how people work, but people like dating in the pods and then you date someone without ever actually seeing them, how they do it now, you mm -hmm. pick somebody that you're going to actually date mm -hmm. fully, right? And go live with mm -hmm. and see if you're gonna be able to go the, the distance and actually get engaged at the end. And so instead yeah. of the altar is the you know end of things, it's the engagement, mm -hmm. right? Like do a big engagement party instead of a wedding. Yeah. Is that the end? Do a and, big dramatic like proposal so they can say yes or no. Because honestly, again, that would just be as dramatic. Single person. I think it would be less 
hard on the people if it was just a proposal being rejected as opposed to a full-blown wedding. Yeah. Also, you can make it a super um, public proposal. Yes. You can make it a, you know, a yes, I'm accepting, yes, I'm, or like, no, I'm rejecting mm -hmm. type of thing if you really wanted to make it good TV. Yeah. But you could still do it like that, but have them be like a, will you move, move in with me and be my mm -hmm. girlfriend or boyfriend in the pod before they get to meet face to face. And then mm -hmm. they have their first meeting and see each other for the mm -hmm. first time and go and live together, right? Give them a trip if they want to still do that and have the living together and all that stuff. And then do the engagement thing. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, you could do a follow-up for the possible wedding thing in the future, right? But like mm -hmm. the whole going to the altar thing. I'm surprised they get as many yeses. Like, I know. As many I do's as they do. It's very surprising because mm -hmm. it, it just is. But anyway, Netflix, hit us up. Yeah, if you want I'll to sell you our show idea. We can do things. Yeah. yeah. We can. Yeah, I got a, we got great ideas about like raccoons and trench coats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, rooster time. Yep. We got great ideas. We got great ideas. Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Yeah. And you know where you can hit us up? Where can they hit us up? They can hit us up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We're um, at Inconsistent Podcast One. And mm -hmm. they can hit us up on Facebook, Inconsistently mm -hmm. Consistent. Or they could send us an email. Uh, inconsistent podcast one at gmail.com. Um, yeah. they can also find us at our brand new website. Yes, yeah, it is available at my book website. They can find our landing page at www.melanieflynnbooks.com for yeah. information about my book, information about our website. That's where our website is. I don't know what I'm saying information about our podcast that's where we yep. are the podcast is there all the stuff to find all our listening links mm -hmm. information about us you can see a picture of it's our beautiful faces on the website yeah, you can find our links to our social medias mm -hmm. too. yeah if you want to follow us what's your social medias rachel tell them you about yours you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok. They are the same handle. It's underscore Rachel VR underscore. Mm -hmm. And they can find me at on Instagram at Melanie with an extra E on the end, 427. Mm -hmm. Or at a bunch of other places, but MelanieFlynnBooks.com is the best way to find all of that. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Is that all the things we talk about? That's all the things. Remember to like, rate, and review us on your podcasting app of choice. We haven't said that in a while, but remember to like, rate, review us. Share us with friends. 
Let us know what you thought about Love is Blind. Let us know if you even watched the show and if you think this was just a waste of our time talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Bye. Bye.